You're listening to the Whistle Pulse podcast with me, Laura Hanlon, keeping your finger on the pulse with all the local info you need to know. I've got you covered every weekday morning. Good morning. How are you doing? It's 6.44 on Friday, December 30th. Just one more day left of 2022. And we might have a bit of like a sleeper pow day on our hands. Mm-hmm. Not a major pow day, but the snow report is recording like seven centimeters, but it looks like a solid 10, almost anyway, was dusted off this morning uh, for the snow report. And with a couple more centimeters already accumulated because it is still snowing at Pig Alley where it is oh, like minus two. Yeah. So we've got uh, some fresh snow on our hands team with more falling today, but Potential for even, I don't know, maybe eight centimeters through today and tonight with the freezing level due to rise today and this afternoon to about 1200 meters. So the morning is the time to get after it. I'm going to be there with you because yeah, the temperatures are looking pretty good. Minus 2.1 at Pig Alley right now, along with oh, minus five at the peaks of seventh, uh, you know, peaks of Blackcomb and of Whistler and around the rendezvous and roundhouse. It's about minus three, minus four, but the how High alpine winds, they're, they're not too high. They're about 40 to 50 k's an hour this morning in the uh, lower alpine there, tree line about 1,800 meters there at about 33 tops. So variable visibility to be expected today. Looking at the webcams, you can see from 7th over to Whistler through that high cloud band, but it is still due to uh, flurry today. Yeah, so uh, oh yeah, I'll see you up there. It means that we have a base of 145 centimeters on uh, Whistler at Pig Alley, but recorded at 93 centimetres at Cat Skinner yesterday at that weather plot. So uh, still, yeah, quite a small snow base for sure, but a few uh, groomers today, what with, yeah, Glacier Chair now spinning. Blue Line is groomed today, which is pretty exciting, along with our slingshot I saw on the grooming report. And then I think it, on the well, the mountains website anyway, it is saying that upper Dave Murray is groomed on Whistler and peak chair opened yesterday. Did you ski it? How was it? Pretty wind affected? Mm, I wonder. But yeah, so it could be a great day up there today. We don't have any precipitation in the forecast really until sort of Thursday next week. We're due to see some accumulations. But at the minute, yeah, it's going to be cloudy skies tomorrow with some high pressure, a ridge of high pressure come our way Sunday, which will give us some clear skies. Same for Monday as well. Uh, No precip, a mix of sun and cloud expected. And uh, yeah, looking forward to some sunshine. Actually, if it's not going to snow, it might as well be sunny. But that ridge will bring it some cooler temperatures, looking at a freezing level of, yeah, below valley bottom for Sunday, Monday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. However, I'm sure you've noticed it is busy. Some wait times recorded of about 40 minutes on certain lifts yesterday. Uh-huh. It's busy. It's that time of year. It also means that, say, the two parks sold out yesterday and it had a wait time of up to 90 minutes. So if you plan, yeah, 
plan accordingly and expect it to be busy. Be careful on that ski out because there's a lot of people for sure. Oh, and FYI for the amount of snowfall we've had in the past seven days, 83 centimeters recorded on the snow report, FYI. So that means a few things for backcountry travel. It being the weekend, I know a lot of people are off. You've seen a few people keen to get out into places, but there is still considerable danger in alpine and treeline elevations, still moderate below treeline too, as the snow quality does increase. We're getting cooler, a drier snow, uh, less dense water density in it, but the freezing level dropping. Be mindful that weak layers persist in the snowpack and small avalanches on the surface do have the potential to step down to deeper layers, resulting in large destructive avalanches. And I'm sure you've seen it by now with Pete Chair opening yesterday, that huge crown across Whistler Bowl. Uh, if you just check out Wayne Flan's avalanche blog, you'll see it like a huge crown, uh, practically side to side of Whistler Bowl. And yeah, it's uh, that's explosive triggered, but just goes to show you how, how deep the layer is that crown yeah uh is is pretty gnarly so with tw- that recent snowfall that we've had and being redistributed by southerly winds there is an overlying crust in spots too and below that crust the upper snowpack is generally saturated from the rain events over christmas too so smaller size 1 to 1.5 avalanches reported on wednesday and they were a mix of controlled and accidental avalanches in that new storm snow as well. So, uh, yeah, lots of uh, min reports to be observed on too, and uh, excluding an explosive triggered large 2.5 avalanche at treeline elevation that failed on a crust buried on December 26th. I know, tons to report on, but you do need a conservative mindset right now. Uh, really, really do. Oh, ah, ah. Uh, what does that mean for valley weather? Well, minus like 1.2 in the valley first thing this morning, uh, as you, as I record this, but we are due for about a high of one degree today, maybe two tomorrow, and then one degree again on Sunday. But like I said, Sunday being the sunniest day with a mix of sun and cloud. We did have some sunny breaks yesterday, but today we're due a snowfall potentially five to 10 in the valley, turning to wet snow around noon with that freezing level rising today and then we're due a chance of showers tomorrow no no no. (laughs) it's very Aussie no major accumulations expected tomorrow it's going to ease off overnight and by tomorrow morning but I have two degrees and then for a 60% chance of showers before that high pressure ridge comes through on Saturday night and clears up for that mix of sun and cloud on Sunday to bring us yeah some cooler temperatures slightly cooler overnight Sunday night about minus four yeah, sunrise is at 8.11 right now with sunset at 18 minutes past four. And if you were curious, the coldest temperature recorded in Whistler Valley on this day was in 1978 at minus 29.2 degrees. Yeah, brr. What's that mean for the roads? Well, the snow on the road is, roads in Pemberton, it's snowing on the Duffy. There is snow on the uh, uh, fresh snow here in Whistler too on the ground with reports of quite a lot of rain on the Cedar Sky. No major accumulations expected, but there was a lot of water pooling last week on the roads. Do take it. Uh, super easy. There's a lot of traffic. Last night at 4.30, there was a ton of traffic. It was just crawling from Creekside to the village in both directions. So give yourself a bit of time with that extra volume of traffic anticipated within people incoming for New Year's. Uh Uh-huh. And speaking of New Year's, what do you have planned? 
You're having a low-key one, maybe? Okay, there's plenty happening, including the fact that if you want to drop off your Christmas tree, that's available between December 26th and January 15th, by the way, from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. at the Nesters and the Function Junction Waste Depots. Uh, yeah. But if you're looking to get around on New Year's, know that the buses are doing free transit from 5 a.m. actually. I think that's 5 p.m. That might be a typo. Until end of service at 3.30 in the morning. So getting around on the bus could be a great option. Cabs are always so tough to get a hold of. But uh, depending on what your plans are, you could be at the outdoor skating rink at Whistler Olympic Plaza. They're open until 10 p.m. that day with a couple of closures for the Zamboni to do its thing. There will be, uh, the Winter Sphere will be open at the Whistler Conference Centre, which has been awesome entertainment for kids of all ages uh, from uh, noon until 8pm on uh, New Year's Day. And then there will be the Fire and Ice Show happening at Skiers Plaza, which means that'll be starting at about 8.30 with skiers, snowboarders uh, doing uh, yeah freestyle tricks from that jump probably through a flaming hoop. We haven't seen it in a few years, but it is back every Sunday for, uh, onwards, actually, at 7 p.m. up until March 12th. But happening for New Year's Eve, there will be followed by fireworks show um, at 9 p.m., but no fireworks at midnight like they uh, there have been in previous years. FYI, too, for the mountain, um, mountain host tours are now available on both mountains, meeting at the light boards at the Rendezvous and Roundhouse at 11.15 a.m. for intermediate skiers and riders FYI yeah mm -hmm. limited tours of course each day but there is an early closure at the library happening tomorrow it will be closing early on New Year's Eve will not be open on New Year's Day nor will uh, the municipality they're also closed on the second which is technically the stat due to New Year's Day being a Sunday Um, yeah but lots of events like including prior to sorry don't mean to skip this I've already mentioned it but Ira Pedal's debut album release concert for his album a little bit is happening tonight at the whistle conference center at 6 p.m what well, afterglow is happening at the whistle olympic plaza to today between 2 and 5 p.m with you know beverages uh creative arts and crafts there live entertainment for all ages between 2 and 5 p.m mm -hmm. but there are tons of options but they all come with a price tag at the gibbons group it, they've got options at the longhorns Stone's Edge, Fire Rock, Black's Pub, Mojo's, Apre, Apre, Garfs, you name it, uh, for people to count in the New Year's Eve. But there's also uh, happening, well, you've got the Hair Farmers are doing a private event at night, but they're doing um, Apre at Dusty's 3.30 till 6.30 on New Year's Eve. And the uh, there's going to be an Irish New Year countdown with Ruckus Deluxe happening at the Dublin Gate at 4 p.m. And they'll be playing again later on at 9 p.m. as well. Uh, so yeah, the Ruckus Deluxe are also playing Apre and 9 p.m. today with live music also at the Crystal Lounge and that's with Ewan Monaghan ringing in the new year. So lots of live music options for you over the next, uh, well, over that weekend and then into January. Um, lots of Apre live music as well. Hopefully your head's not too sore by then. 
A um, couple of articles I really want to highlight from Peak News Magazine, by the way, uh, yeah, uh, is that you should really read is about the Whistler 360 launching its non-profit clinic model, which will bring us actually to uh, extra rooms at the Whistler Healthcare Centre, along with a satellite clinic on Main Street. And that's, uh, yeah, a real new kind of restructure of the Whistler Healthcare Foundation and what that means for our community and getting healthcare and hopefully exactly, um, uh, you know, trying to address many of the issues that deter doctors from pursuing careers in family practice, but how better to, and hopefully to better provide primary care in the community. So uh, yeah, that's uh, a really interesting article uh, that uh, you should read for sure. Along with uh, an interesting article too about, well, uh, a letter to the editor highlighting a lawsuit against the municipality of Whistler about a biker that was allegedly injured after they hit a road closure barrier that was there to protect the toads during their toad migration at Lost Lake Um, and about how how, uh, they added a third party. Anyway, look into it. It's... uh, yeah, interesting to say the least. So, oh, not interesting, however, is the fact that Gunner, the 10-month-old St. Bernard pup, is still on the loose. He's been missing since December 9th, and Steph Lundy spotted him near Emerald yesterday towards Cougar Mountain, uh, large St. Bernard, the usual markings, and he was a newly adopted 10-month-old St. Bernard just two days in his new home at Sarajevo. was initially called Baxter. His name is Gunner now, but not that he knows it, and he's very, very shy. Been missing since December 9th. Do not approach or call his name, could do call the number. Sabra is the person you want to reach at 604-966-7393 if you have any more sightings. Oh, oh December 9th crazy. Mm. Also kind of crazy is, uh, well, an employee uh, at the reuse it center posted, we didn't know they were an employee initially, they lost their brand new women's Helly Hansen snow boots. They uh, were at the reuse it center, they'd worn them to work, changed into footwear, and then they were put out on the shelf and somebody bought them for a bargain price of $12 and they were trying to reach out to see if they could get a hold of them yesterday. Somebody was offering a new pair of boots, depending on what size they wanted, but Tracy Hart, who was the store manager for Helly Hansen, actually reached out and sent her a message. Uh, hopefully, they come to a really great resolution. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone's asking online if you can bring a cake into the roundhouse. Yes. Yes, you can. You can't bring picnic food into, say, the Horseman Hut or the Crystal Hut. Or I don't think uh, chickpea will allow it either, pack lunches, because they're just so small for volume. But you can. You just can't bring your own champagne, which my sister found out on one Christmas morning. <laughs> but you can pop some bubbles at uh, at the brand, at Brandy's and the keg. They have reopened. They reopened yesterday at 10 p.m. after that broken water pipe and massive flood that they had that kept them closed just for the past sort of week. But they are open, live DJs every night, and they're the only above ground bar open until 2 a.m. There are a couple of Whistler birthday shout outs coming up, including for Cat Monty, Catherine Montague's birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday, Cat. I hope you have a wonderful day. Vanessa Jones is, she's an alumnus now, but her birthday coming up along with Colin T's in a couple days. But I'll give you a shout out properly in uh, in a win, Colin. Yeah, because I've got some awesome throwback facts for you from Stinky's on the Stroll, including this one from 1853. 
December 30th. This one's gnarly. There was a dinner party held inside a life-sized model of an iguanodon, uh, which is an ornithopod, ornithopod dinosaur. And it was created by Benjamin Waterhouse Hawkins and Sir Richard Owen in South London. How many people are at that party, I wonder? But uh, that would have been quite the grand Victorian affair. Inside a dinosaur? Wow. Mm-hmm. wonder how the ventilation was. But uh, the USR, USSR, sorry, was formally proclaimed in Moscow on this day in 1922. Uh-huh, true fact. Edwin Hubble, in, just two years later in 1924, formally announced the existence of other galactic systems at the meeting of the American Astronomical Society. Mm-hmm. And then the first ever NTSC color television set went on sale on this day in 1953. Can you guess how much they cost at the time? At the time, 1175 US dollars. Yeah. Just 10 years later, the Rolling Stones performed uh, uh, on this day. They were on the same bill as Jimmy Powell and the Five Dimensions, who featured a young Rod Stewart. And yeah, the Stones used to play a regular Sunday afternoon gig at that club from like 4 till 6.30. And they were billed as Rhythm and Blues with the Rolling Stones, if you didn't know that. Pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Um, On this day too, what are we, December 30th, Diana Ross back in 2002 two was arrested for drunk driving on the Arizona highway after a motorist called her erratic driving in when she was asked to walk in a straight line she fell over couldn't count to 30 or balance on one foot apparently her blood alcohol level was 0.2 yeah boy oh boy you know that Neil Young though on this day in 2009 was made an officer of the order of Canada Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian Adams, Leonard Cohen, and the members of Rush have also been given that award, FYI. Yeah. Ta-da. Do you know I was in a job interview the other day? Yeah, because my four to five jobs isn't enough already. But uh, they asked if I could perform under pressure. I said, no, but I can perform Bohemian Rhapsody. Hey, (laughs) I wish I could. That'd be something else. Uh, Today's track of the day is not Bohemian Rhapsody. It's from a trio from Venice, actually, in California. And a little electronic, like ambient number that I'm digging right now called a little, um, called Strike. But the band are called Little Monarch. And this track came out last year. Yeah, fronted by a chick called Casey Kay. And uh, yeah, it's called Strike. Hope, uh, yeah, hope you like it. Bada bing. So happy Friday to you and happy uh, New Year's Eve Eve. I hope you've had a great 2022, that you're reflecting on all the positives of that year and that you're looking forward to a great year ahead. So I'm probably going to have an early night New Year's Eve. <laughs> I hope you have fun celebrating or having a, a down, at, yeah, a low-key night, whatever it is that makes you happy. But yeah, I hope you have a happy end to 2022. The Whistle Pulse podcast is here for you every weekday morning at 7.15ish and is sponsored by Stinkies on the Stroll. Stroll on down for all your hunger, thirst, sporting and apres needs.